Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. I feel like there's one person we need to check in with to gauge his temperature on what's happening. I feel like we need to check in with wheeling, dealing, hair sniffing, kiss stealing Joe Biden. I got hairy legs. <laughs> Take a test where you're taking cocaine. Come on, man. You ain't black. So Joe Biden sat down with 60 Minutes and was asked, point blank, if Iran bears some blame for funding Hamas in the attack that killed innocent Israelis. Is Iran behind the Gaza war? I don't want to get into classified information, but to be very blunt with you, there is no clear evidence of that. At this point, no evidence that Iran is behind any of this. Correct. Now, Iran constantly supports Hamas and Hezbollah. I don't mean that. But in terms of where they, did they have foreknowledge? Did they help plan the attack? There's no evidence of that at this point. I love this particularly because there are some things that you can say that people can kind of argue whether something was or wasn't true. Hamas went on 14 different international television networks from Russia to Syria to Iran itself and said openly on the air, hey, check out these emails and text messages and design documents and planning documents and additional collaboration that shows Iran not only knew of the attack beforehand, but also really helped orchestrate it and helped us plan a lot of things, including Iranian software using the rocket guidance systems and things like that. Iran is wholly responsible for this attack. You may not like that. You may not like the implications of the United States calling out Iran, but that does not change the fact that Iran definitely orchestrated this. And again, is the Hezbollah and Hamas are client states of Iran. Everyone is very open about this. When one of those two groups acts, it is because Iran ordered them to do so, period. And did you catch the way he tried to backtrack Backtrack a little bit there at the very end? Now, we know Iran funds Hamas and Hezbollah, but we don't think they had anything to do with this attack, their signature attack, their big attack, what they've been working on for a while. We don't think Iran had anything to do with that. Does anybody buy that? No. Anybody believing that at all? No. Now, in that same interview, (laughs) Scott Pelley of 60 Minutes asks Joe Biden, what's your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? There's limited fighting already on the northern Israeli border, and I wonder what is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Don't. Don't, don't, don't. Don't come across the border. Don't escalate this war. That's right. He just sounds so frail and feeble, but it's odd that in the same conversation, just a couple minutes apart, he went from, I don't think Iran had anything to do with this attack to don't, don't, don't trying to scare them. So that is, so it is, so two things can be true at once here. Number one, the president of the United States is incredibly frail. Man, it really sucks that the person leading the free world right now who should be ready to go as far as staying up for a lot of hours and handling these crises and and really getting involved in making sure the United States is very precise with his movements. It sucks that there's a dementia ridden shell of a man. That's horrible. It's a very bad place to be in. Second thing, though, is that the response is appropriate. Not in the way he's saying it, but the answer here is don't. 
That's why the Gerald Ford is sitting off the coast of southern Lebanon right now. Don't. The only way to prevent a regional war right now is to remind all of those countries, if you screw up and make this a massive conflict, we will glass you. That is the only way to stop a regional war here. Period. There is no other way to stop it at this point. So Israel over the weekend says they believe 199 hostages are in Gaza. We've all seen the horrifying videos, pictures, or at least heard the stories of what took place during those attacks. Now, with that being said, Joe Biden says an Israeli occupation of Gaza would be a mistake. Would you support the Israeli occupation of Gaza at this point? I think it'd be a big mistake. Look, what happened in Gaza, in my view, is Hamas and the extreme elements of Hamas don't represent all the Palestinian people. And uh, I think that uh, it would be a mistake to, uh, for Israel to occupy Gaza again. We did, but to going in and taking out the uh, the extremist the uh, Hezbollah is up north but Hamas down south is a necessary requirement show me one Palestinian who says that they don't support Hamas take me live right now to any person at all find me one person who is a citizen of this Gaza area who is willing to condemn Hamas. If you can find one of those people, I will give credence to that idea. There has not been one. You even see most of the pro-Palestinian people who are not involved at all in protests over here who refuse to condemn Hamas. I asked people on the square, or excuse me, on the circle, very specifically, do you condemn Hamas? And they said, F off. That was it. I, I, so no, I, I'm sorry. It, it is direct. Israel should be occupying Gaza. They should take it back. The kingdom of Jerusalem should be restored, period. Now, this was a long-form interview. Again, Scott Pelley of 60 Minutes sitting down with Hair Sniffer McGee, and they shifted to American politics and the million-dollar question, are you sure you want to run again? Are you sure that you want to run again? Yes, because I'm sure. Look, when I ran, I said the world's at an inflection point. The world's changing. But we have an opportunity to make it. So imagine if we were able to succeed in getting the Middle East put in place where we have normalization of relations. I think we can do that. Imagine what happens if we, in fact, unite all of Europe and Putin is finally put down where he cannot cause the kind of trouble he's been causing. We have enormous opportunities. I mean, all right, when you when when you're when your kids were young. And they came in and they just started telling you their grand theories for things. No, no predicate, you know, nothing before to clarify what they're talking about. You ever look at and be like, what on earth are you going on about? That's what <laughs> it's what it's like hearing Biden here. Like, what are you talking about? A unified Middle East, all cohesive. Are we looking at the same Middle East I we're looking at? What on earth? Earth United Europe. France is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, your predecessor. By all things, you know, we're looking at here, by all metrics, had a pretty good grasp. There was more peace brokerings in the Middle East. It wasn't perfect, but it's better than this. You didn't have Putin getting squirrely under Donald Trump. Things were pretty good. There were no U.S. involvements in war. Things were fine. And oh, by the way, 
the answer to his question had nothing to do with the American people. His nope. question was a global scale. Here's what I want to do the globe. There was nothing in there that would benefit the American people. Let's talk about that for a second, because there's a lot of people on both sides that are like, well, the United States has no dog in this fight. We need to stay very far away from this. And I don't think that Lindsey Graham, the senator from the Carolinas, is correct in saying we need to bomb Iran. Obviously, that's dumb. That's warmongering. However, they have, that being Hamas, has in custody our American citizens. They are holding them hostage. The United States also has a history of going after our hostages. Thomas Jefferson destroyed the Barbary states when they raided U.S. ships. We were the only power on earth to take down the Barbary states and that Muslim pirate garbage back in the 1800s. So don't sit here and tell me the United States doesn't have a stake in getting our people out. If you fire rockets at our Secretary of State, it's an act of war. If you hold our people hostage, it's an act of war. I do not like seeing the United States, the most powerful country on the earth, mivel and quim in front of aggressors. They have our people. Those are ours. They have American passports. They're guaranteed our protection abroad. Who is bringing those people home? So far, looks like DeSantis. That's it. That's the way it is.